be good if we just lifted our hands one more time. I think if we've got breath in our body, we've got a really good reason just to praise the Lord. Just out of our heart, out of our belly, that His praises would continually be upon our lips. I don't know about you, but I came to the house of God, and I want His throne of righteousness to be established here, that the scales can fall from my eyes, that the veil can be removed from my heart, that He could be revealed to me. I want the seed of the Word of God to fall upon fertile ground here in my heart. Just one more time, why don't we just create an atmosphere of praise? Why don't we just lift His name off and just tell Him how good He is? Tell Him how good He's been. Tell Him how faithful He is, how holy it is, how righteous He is. God, You deserve our best praise, God. You deserve all of our heart, and we give it to You today, God. We've come to be living sacrifices that would please You, that would be holy and separated unto You, God. We want Your glory and Your will here today, Jesus. And we seek You. We seek You with our hearts, Jesus. Oh, I'm so thankful for the presence of God. What a precious gift that God's given us. That we don't have to just worship on our own accord. We don't have to come and just fill the building. But we can come and just lift His name up. And there's a living God, the one that created the heaven and the earth, can come right where I'm standing. And though I haven't had peace all day, I haven't had strength all day. I can just find something in that thing I can't even see. But if I just lift my voice and open my heart, and that same Lord would come in this place, what a precious gift we have today. I don't know about you, but I don't want to take advantage of it. Amen. There's no reason for any of us to leave the same way we came. And I don't intend to do so. We're so blessed here in Indian Village to have Brother Adams with us. He's no stranger to us. We're thankful that he's here. And if pastor trusts him, I trust him. Amen. Why don't we welcome the man of God as he comes to the pulpit. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 It's good to be back here in the house of the Lord with you. And uh, so glad to be here. Would you lift your hands one more time to the Lord before we go any further? I feel the presence of the Lord in this place tonight. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you just from the bottom of your heart. Just worship him for a moment. Jesus, we worship you. Lord, we praise you. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your spirit, Lord, that we feel here in this place right now. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your glory that is in this place hallelujah lord we worship you we magnify you great god we thank you jesus we worship you hallelujah jesus hallelujah hallelujah amen we're honored to be here with you and um, give honor to your pastor and his wife and um, thankful to have them uh, in our lives and so thankful for the voice that he is in my life and um, so thankful for him I know that you love him and appreciate him you are blessed amen 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 wonderful family amen Job chapter 36 is where we're going to go and um, spend a little bit of time in Job chapter 36, and we'll read verses 27 and 28. 
And uh, as you're finding that, I will tell you that this, what we're about to read is by a man named Elihu. He is speaking. This is the fourth friend of Job that has showed up. We know that the other three uh, weren't very encouraging and didn't have much good to say. But Elihu, although he is the youngest of the four that have shown up, he um, rebukes the other three and reproves Job a little bit, exalts the Lord, and there's some wonderful things that he says. And so tonight I just want to look at one thing that he speaks here in Job chapter 36. Elihu says this, For he maketh small the drops of water. They pour down rain according to the vapor thereof, which the clouds do drop and distill upon man abundantly. Verse 27 again, he says, They pour down rain according to the vapor thereof. According to the vapor. And that's what I'd like to use for a subject tonight. According to the vapor. And uh, I'll make these verses of Scripture maybe make a little bit more sense here in just a moment. You just trust me and uh, hang with me for a few minutes, and we'll hopefully try to make it make some sense. Is that okay here tonight? Is it all right if we just look at the Word of God tonight and see what the Lord wants to speak to us? Amen. According to the vapor. Lift your hands to the Lord one more time before you're seated. Thank Him for His Word. Thank Him for the opportunity to study His Word tonight and to look into His Word. Lord, I love you tonight. I thank you for your Word. I thank you for this opportunity to be in your house to look at your word, Lord. This word, Lord Jesus, that was in the beginning, Lord, I thank you tonight that we're able to come to study it, Lord, to learn of you. I pray that you would speak to hearts and minds, Lord. Allow us to hear from you tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Would you give the Lord a big hand clap of praise? You can be seated. Thank you for standing. Elihu, here he says, For he maketh small the drops of water. They pour down rain according to the vapor thereof, which the clouds do drop and distill upon man abundantly. He says, They pour down rain, talking about the clouds. They pour down rain according to the vapor thereof. He is stating something that we are familiar with around here, and if you took a science class, you are aware of it. Um, he, he is saying that the rain that comes down, the rain that is poured down, is in relation to the amount of vapor that has been going up. We've been getting a lot of rain around here the past couple of days. And uh, the past couple of years, we've gotten some pretty good storms that have come and brought pretty good rain with them. We're familiar with, with the rain. The reason that there's so much rain around here is because there's so much evaporation that goes up around here, off the Gulf of Mexico, off of all the waterways that are here. There is a reason, Elihu was saying, there is a reason, if you will, that certain places are tropical. There are certain reasons that they are rainforest. And then there, are, there is a reason that other places are deserts. It's not a coincidence. It's not an accident. He says the rain that is poured down is according to the vapor thereof. That 
the rain is in proportion to the amount of vapor that is going up. That when God created, he set everything in place. He set it in order. And then there are certain places that are deserts because there's never any vapor that goes up. And because there's no vapor that goes up, there is no rain that comes down. And then he said there's other areas. It seems like every day there's more rain that comes down. Why is it? Because every day there's evaporation that goes up. And he said, he said, I, this, this is not just a natural principle, but this is a spiritual principle. That's why we feel what we feel in the house of the Lord here tonight when we gather together. It's no accident that we feel the presence of the Lord the way that we feel the presence of the Lord in this place. I, I know when I show up to a church where there's been evaporation that's going up, there's vapor that's been going up to the heavens. There's been prayer, there's been praise, there's been worship, there's been all of these things going up. And because of the vapor that's been going up, there's now a rain that is coming down. There's now... I, I get around enough now, I can recognize the atmosphere of a place where a lot of vapor has been going up. Because... Not just because I see worship, not just because I hear. No, because of what comes down, because of what. I'm telling you tonight, there's power in your praise, in your worship, in your prayer, in your fasting, in everything that you're doing. Every time you do it, you are sending up a vapor. And the rain that falls down is going to be in proportion to the vapor that is going up. That means I can always have more of God in my life if I am willing just to send more praise up. If I'm willing to send more prayer up, it's according to the vapor. I can have as much of God as I want in my life. It just depends on how much vapor that I want to send up. Does anybody feel like sending up a little bit of vapor tonight? Is there anybody that wants to send up a little bit of worship? There is a reason that some people perpetually live in a state of desert. There's a reason that certain places are always dry and certain people are always dry. I'm not here to make fun. I'm not here to point fingers, but I'm just going to tell you what it is. There's never a vapor that goes up, and because no vapor ever goes up, there's nothing that's ever returned from the heaven. Then there's other people that always seems like they're in a state of the rain falling in their life, of good things happening, of God blessing them. I'm telling you what that is. That's somebody that's recognized the principle that if I'll constantly let something be going up to him, the principle is there's going to come a day that it's going to rain again in my life, that the rain is going to fall. If you need the rain to fall in your life, walk over to that dry place and say this is a place where rain's going to begin to fall. This is an area where it's been dry too long it's time for me to send the vapor up <laughs> you see I, I've, I've lived around this area long enough to know that it doesn't rain every day it might feel like it at times but it doesn't it doesn't rain every day. But I do know something that goes on every day. That's evaporation. There's always evaporation going on around here. There's always a vapor going on around. And you know what I've noticed? 
I, I've, I, this is just a little something. This isn't some super deep spiritual thing I, I'm about to reveal to you. I've never walked outside with somebody and then walk over and we walk out together and we're looking outside and they say, man, whew, look at all this evaporation. You ever had that happen to you? I've never had that happen. I've never walked outside with anybody that said, man, check out all this evaporation going on around here. <laughs> now let's apply it to the spiritual. There's a lot of time what is being the vapor, what's the evaporation, is things that are unseen. It's a prayer life that nobody sees. It's a daily walk with him that nobody really recognizes and nobody sees. It's, it's talking to him in the morning when nobody else is around, but there's just a vapor that's going up. You, you don't feel a whole lot necessarily when the vapor's going up. I, I'm going to be honest with you. There's many times in prayer where I pray and I talk to the Lord, but I don't really feel much of anything. I just know I'm talking to him. I'm sending up a vapor. Oh, but I've lived in this area long enough to know. And today was one of those days where you walk outside and you say, wow, would you look at that rain? <laughs> and what happens a lot of times, Brother Bushnell, is people will look at your life and say, man, look at the blessings on his life. Look at the rain in his life. Boy, look, look, look at all the good things happening in his life. Look at all that good stuff that's going on in my brother's life. Look at all that. And what they're doing is they are seeing the rain fall. That is a result of an evaporation that has been going on. Don't get so caught up in chasing after rainfall. That you forget the rainfall is a result of the evaporation, the vapor that has been going up. Let, let me say it like this. Don't say, I want to be blessed like so-and-so and not want to offer up the same thing that they're offering up. But I've got to understand there is a correlation between what is being offered up and what is being poured out. That if I want to be blessed like that, I have to offer an offering like that. I, I don't know if we're preaching or teaching, but I know what I'm saying is right. Sometimes we can get so caught up in the blessings that everybody has that we forget there's a correlation between what's being offered up and what's being poured out. Is this all right? You see, there, there's people that show up to this church. I just know. They show up to this church and they say, man, I wish we could have church like that. And so they'll say, well, we need a sound system like that. We need a keyboard like that. We need a fancy drum set like that. You can take all of that if you want to and you can go put it in a building shaped just like this one. You can put the same carpet on the floor. You can hang the same chandeliers. You can put the same lights up and all that. But none of that is going to bring what you feel here into there. Because it doesn't come from any of this. 
what you feel in here comes from an evaporation of vapor that's been going up a long time right here. What you're feeling is prayers that have been going up. What you're feeling is sacrifice that has been going up. And what you're feeling now is the rain that is coming down because of the vapor that has been offered up. We all right so far? Amen. I told you, I don't know if we're going to preach or teach or what we're going to do, but we're just going to talk tonight. I, 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 don't, I don't want us to take for granted because what I'm afraid of is I'm afraid there will be a generation that loses sight of what it takes for the rain to fall and will become a dry place if we lose sight of the fact that there's got to be a vapor. There's got to be an evaporation. There's got to be a sacrifice put on the altar. It's... All right. Now, I want to make sure that you know tonight that what I'm preaching is not just some made-up idea. So I'm going to use Bible to back up what I'm preaching. And some of the Bible that I'm going to use is going to make some of you nervous. Because some of the Bible I'm going to use, boy, y'all are looking at me funny now. Well, I'll leave it just hanging here for a minute. It's going to make some people nervous because some of the verses that I'm about to use talk about money. Yeah, and that usually makes some of us nervous. People start holding on to their wallets and all that. Listen, let me, I'm going to preface this. I'll, I'll probably say it more than once, but I'm trying my best not to. I am not here to get your money. I'm not here to take up an offering. Pastor didn't tell me preach about money. No, I'm not. Trust me. I want to use some principles to show you that there are some things that go far beyond money. Is that okay? All right. You said okay, so we're going to go. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. Most of you can quote this. This is a giving church. I, I know that. I am not. Trust me, I, I, I want you to know I understand that. Luke chapter 6 and verse 30. I'm going to talk about some stuff tonight. You, you've mastered it. You know it. But just bear with me and pretend like it's the first time you've ever heard it. Is that all right? Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Give. Vapor. <laughs> I told you I wasn't just going to talk about money. Give, what do we talk about? He said it's according to the vapor. Give and it shall be given. Whew. Offer it up and it'll come back down. It's a money scripture, so I know some of you are still a little tense. Try, try to hang with me. Give and it shall be given. Jesus is saying here's the principle. If you'll let it come up out of you, I'll let it come back down on you. Give. Offer up the vapor, offer up praise, offer up prayer, offer up sacrifice. And if you're willing to let it be evaporated out of you, I will pour it back down on you. Give and it shall be given. Offer it up and it's going to be offered back to you. Come on now. Look at what he says. Look, uh, look, man, this is some powerful stuff. Because he says this. He says, give, 
and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over. Woo. He says, if you will offer it up, I'm going to pour it back out. But when I pour it back out, you're not getting the same amount back. But I'm going to press down, shake it together, and it's going to be running. I can't preach this without thinking about my mama bacon. I can't preach this verse of Scripture without th seeing my mama in the kitchen baking and, and cooking. And y'all know what I'm talking about. She'd take that brown sugar. And she put that brown sugar in the measuring cup, but it called for like a cup of brown sugar. And she'd take that brown sugar and she'd pour that in that measuring cup and she'd get it in there. And then what'd she do? Press that sugar down, mama. Come on. Get it in there. I want as much sugar in that thing as you can get in there. And she'd press it and shake it and pat it down. And Jesus says, when you give... When you offer up, give, and it shall be given unto you. But when I give it back to you, it's going to be in good measure. It's going to be pressed down and shaken together. And I'm going to make sure it's running over when I'm pouring it back out on you. Whatever you're giving me, I'm going to give you more back. Whatever you're offering up, whatever praise you want to give me, when I pour the blessing out on you, it's going to be greater than the praise you've been giving me. The prayers you've been praying, when I answer them, they're going to be greater than the prayer you've been praying. But when the answer comes, it's going to be greater than what you've been asking for. Give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over. Then he says, this shall men give unto your bosom. Whew. Don't, don't let me mess up. I'm going to keep on going. For with the same, oh, uh-oh, oh man. This part right here will get us every time. For with the same measure. Everybody say the same measure. God is going to pour back out on you more than you offered up to him. But he says this. Jesus says, for with the same measure that you meet, or the same measuring instrument that you measure out with, it shall be measured to you again. Oh, here it comes again. Now, here it is. I'm controlling. Remember, we're still talking about the vapor that's being offered up and the rain that's coming down. And whatever's poured out on me is going to be more than I've offered up. It's going to be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. But I am in control of what he's using to pour out on my life, what I've been offering up to him. So as long as I'm measuring with a teaspoon what I'm offering up to him, he says, I'm going to press it down, I'm going to shake it together, and it's going to be running over. And as long as you want to offer up a tablespoon or a teaspoon of praise, I'm going to pour out on you a tablespoon of praise that's been pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He's saying, Aaron, you're in control of whatever I'm using to pour out on your life. You're He's telling me right now, you're controlling what I'm pouring out on your life. 
I got more to pour out, but you're limiting me because you keep offering up a tablespoon to me. And all I can do is take the same measure that you're using and press that down and shake it together and pour that out on you. But, Aaron, if you would drag a bucket of praise and you bring a bucket of praise with you, I got enough to back up whatever you've been offering up. And if you'd bring a bucket with you of praise, I'd take that bucket. I'd press on that. I'd shake that up. I'd make sure that's running over. And I'd pour that out on you. Let, 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 let me say it this way. You keep only praying five minutes a day and you'll only walk in five minutes of power. You, you keep measuring out small little things and saying this is all I'm going to give him. Well, friend, he's going to work with that and you're going to get that back. But if you take that and say I'm going to multiply that times two, I'm going to go ahead and give him ten minutes. Then you start saying, Lord, is this getting too practical? We want to walk in greater power. All we got to do is offer up more to him. And I'm telling you that whatever we're measuring up to him. We want to grow and develop and go deeper in him. It's not all on him, but it's according to the vapor. It's according to what I'm offering up. How much I'm offering up. How much... It's just what Jesus said. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. I'd hate to think I'm tying God's hands on what He's wanting to do with my life because I've been using the same measuring instrument the same measuring cup that I've been using my entire walk with God. There should come a point where we graduate to something else and say, you know what? I think I can do a little bit more. I think I can give a little bit more. I think I can sacrifice a little bit more. I think I can offer up a little bit more. And I'm telling you, when you start offering up more, when that measure starts to be more... when what you're offering up starts to be more, the rain that's going to come down in response to that is going to be more than you've been seeing. It's not some magical formula. He just said whatever measure you want to use. What he's saying is, is you can't find a measuring instrument big enough where God has to say, well, I can't bless that. That's too much for me to respond with. He said if you can find a dump truck, fill it up. And friend, I promise you, I'll pour that right back out on you. I'll press it down. I'll shake it together. And it'll be running over when I pour it out on you. You can't. We all right? Everybody okay? All right. Let's go for some more more scripture here. I I wouldn't want you to think I'm telling you stories. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6. I just want to prove to you that this is a biblical principle. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6. If you can have it. Perfect. Man, y'all are on it. Y'all got it going on. But this I say, this is the Apostle Paul saying, talking. 
He, I, know we, I know we use these verses of Scripture a lot of times to do with money, but, but think of it on a broader scale with me tonight if you can. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly is going to reap sparingly. It's the same concept. That whatever, I, whatever I'm, Now he's talking about sowing and reaping. Whatever I give, whatever I give, you, you can't go out and plant one row of corn and the, then be disappointed when 40 acres aren't full of corn. Does that make sense? He says, I'm just going to work with what you get. Now, you can go out and plant your row of corn, and you're going to have more corn on your hands than you, what you put in the ground, but it's still going to be sparingly because all you put out was sparingly. Are we, is this still okay? Make sure everybody's all right. All right, good. But then he says this. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. It's the same principle that I am in control of what is going on in my life to, to the extent to, that I can tie God's hands where he's saying, I would do more. I would pour out more. I would bless you more. But you have got to use a different measuring stick. You've got to have more faith. You, when we come into his house, we need to come and say, Lord, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, our prayer shouldn't be limited. Our faith can't be limited. We need to offer up this evaporation, this vapor. And then the measure that it's poured out again is determined. You can't sow sparingly and then be upset that you're not reaping bountifully. But he said it's just... The spiritual principle. All right. <clears throat> Y'all got just a little bit more time? Okay, good. I've never had anybody say no. <laughs> well, maybe I'm immune to hearing it. Maybe I just don't hear it if they say no. Mark chapter 12. Now bear with me again. We're using a few money scriptures here, but I just want us to see something. Mark chapter 12, verse 41, and we're going to go down through verse 44 or so, sister, if that's all right. Mark chapter 12, 41. We're going to see something because it, 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 Jesus felt that it was so important that he wanted to bring his disciples over and, and discuss it with him. Jesus is sitting over against the treasury, <clears throat> and he's watching. And it, it says that he beheld how the people cast money into the treasury, and many that were rich cast in much. We're not against rich people giving. That's not what this scripture is about. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farling. A mite, there's, I've read some things like it's a fifth of a penny or a tenth of a penny. I mean, it's less than a penny. And she's got two of these that are less than a penny, and she throws them in. And, and Jesus sees this, and because he sees it, he calls his disciples over, and he's about to give his disciples some insight into how his economy works. And he called his disciples, and he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. So Jesus is sitting there. This poor widow woman comes up after these other people have, have walked by and cast in a lot of money and a lot of things and, and all into the treasury. And then, and then the poor widow, y'all know the story, the poor widow comes and she just cast, cast in her two mites and, and, and Jesus says, come over here, Peter, 
James, John, y'all, y'all come over here. Y'all, y'all come over here. I want to show y'all something. I, I want to I give you some insight into how my economy works. And he says something that is just, I don't know, it blows my mind. He says, this little widow woman has cast in more. And look at what he says. Then all they which have cast into the treasure. He said, you can take all that they cast in and put it together. Now, I don't know, God's economy is different because in my economy, two pennies is less than $100. Wouldn't you agree with that? If you don't, I got two pennies for you. (laughs) But Jesus says, this little widow woman has tapped into something. You see, I, just in my, in my way of thinking, come, 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 come be up here with me just, for, for, just, come, just so I have somebody as, a, as an example. Let's say, let's say in your bank account right now, you got $10,000. Be good, I'll take it. Whew. But for the sake of the illustration, I got $100 million. What you got to say about that? You're still thankful for 10? Yeah, me too. <laughs> so let, let, because you ever been in a situation where, where you see people, uh, they're, they're giving and they're doing stuff. You're like, man, I wish I could give like that. I wish I could. I, I told you I'm going to talk about money, but I'm going to talk about money for five minutes. Then I'll leave it alone because I want to use it to build. I want to build off of it if that's okay. So don't get nervous. I'm still not taking up an offering. I promise. I just want to use it to build off of. You ever been in a service where, where people are standing up and saying, man, I'll, I'll give this and I'll give this, and, and, and maybe, maybe that's you, and, I'll, and that, Lord bless you. But, but I, man, I've been like, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I could give more. Lord, if you'd bless me, I promise you I'd give it more. People say, well, if, if God could trust you with it, he'd give it. I say, Lord, trust me with it. Lord, trust me with it. I promise you I'll give it to you. I prom- I'll write the check right then. Somebody said, amen. <laughs> So you got $10,000, is that what we said? And I got a, $100 million. Now, I still love you. But let's say, let's say I, I, I write a check. There's a, there's a missionary that comes through, and they're wanting to build this big Bible college over there. And, and I write a check, because I got $100 million. I stand up, and I say, you know what? I'll give a million dollars to that. And everybody says, wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's an honor, it's a privilege. It's imaginary. And you say, man, I wish I could give a million dollars, but all I got to, I'll give a thousand dollars. Give a thousand dollars. And God looks at this totally different than you and I look at it. Because when the hundred million dollar guy says, I give a million, he's given one percent of what he's got. But when my brother that's got $10,000 says, I'll give a thousand, God says he's given more. Oh, no, see, it doesn't like, we don't like that. We don't like that because our, our human mind says, no, 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 a, a million dollars is more than, no, 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 you got to understand God's the one keeping track of all this. <laughs> 
Oh, and, and he isn't basing it off of what I say and the amount I get. No, 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 no. He's basing it off. What did he say with that widow woman? He's, you can go sit down. You, you've given your thousand. Thank you. What did he say? She has given more. Because in my economy, I don't base it off of what you give. I base it off of what you have left after you give. He said, I work off the percentages, and I've been watching these rich cows come through, and they've been throwing ears, and that's good and all that, but it doesn't touch the percentage that this little widow woman has given. She has given all that she hath. So let, let me, I'm about to get off the money here in a minute. We'll build off of it, but let me encourage you. Do not let the enemy, enemy intimidate you from giving something because you feel like, well, it doesn't mean much and it's not much compared to this and it's not much. Don't you dare ever let that stop you from doing what God has told you to do. You do what God has told you to do because God knows exactly what you're doing. He knows the exact amount. He knows the exact percentage. He and I'm telling you, if you'll start offering up that vapor, not based on what everybody else is seeing, but based on what you know you're supposed to give to him and offer to him, I promise you the rain is going to fall. Woo. All right. Y'all can relax. I'm done talking about money. <laughs> now I want to talk about energy. Say, man, this guy's all over the place. Not really. Y'all see those kids running the aisles a minute ago? You know, where are the kids at who were running the aisles a minute ago? Where are they at? Stand up if you were running the aisles a minute ago. Stand up if you were running the aisles a minute ago. Stand up. Stand up. Come on, stand up. She's standing up. Grant, you want to stand up? You know what I can do? You stand up. I, I, want, I, want, I want these kids. If you're a kid in the building... I want you to stand up. If you're a kid in the building, stand up. Come on. I need participation. Y'all are going to make mom and daddy mad because I'm keeping y'all later. All the kids in the building just jump up and down. There you go. Jump, 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 jump. All right, sit down. There ain't one of them going to be sore tomorrow from doing that. My boy will run the house till there's no more carpet on the floor if you'll let him. Right? His energy level is at 100. And some of us, not me, but you, your energy level is about a two. Right? You know what? God knows that. And so when you see the kids cutting up and jumping and shouting, and when you see these young guys huckabucking and having a big time and cutting loose and doing all that, and you say, man, I wish I could worship like that. Don't try to worship like that. Use what you got. If you can just do that, do that. If you can do that, do that. Because what's going to be poured out on you What's going to be poured out on you is according to the vapor. And he knows how much it's taken for you to offer up that praise, for you to offer up that worship. I'm telling you. Does that make sense? 
So let, let me keep digging a little bit here, and then I'll try to let you go here in a minute. Let me dig just a little bit deeper. God knows how much spare time Aaron Adams has. I'm not talking about working. I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about my spare time. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He knows how much time you've got in the day to spend with him. He knows how much time in the day I have to spend with him. Ooh, man. That means, whew, if you've got a tight schedule because you've got a lot of stuff going on and you're juggling all kind of stuff, and you say, man, I've only got 10 minutes to pray. Take that 10 minutes. Because that 10 minutes right there might be an hour's worth to somebody else. You're running, trying to take care of everything, and you got just a couple of minutes to steal away at work and pray. You better take that because he knows the value of that time. He... Is this all right? We okay? I want to encourage you, don't let the devil tell you, well, you only had five minutes to pray and you only paid five minutes. No, 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 God understands. You had five minutes right there. You could have kicked your heels up. You could have taken a nap. You could have done a lot of things. But you said, I'm going to find some time to get along with him and talk to him. And when he pours it out, it's going to be according to the vapor. I just want to offer up, I want to offer up vapor to him. Y'all got three more minutes? All right, I don't know what time you normally get out, but this feels like y'all might get out a few minutes early. I don't know. Just thought I'd say that. I want to have the kind of relationship with him, and I want to offer up the kind of vapor. You know, remember the ten lepers? He heals the ten. Go your way. Show yourselves to the priest. Y'all know the story. And the one, as he's going, he realizes, wait, I've been healed. And it says, the one, he turned. What did he do? He offered up a vapor of thanksgiving for what Jesus had just done in his life. While the other nine just kept on going, the one said, I got to give something back to him out of what he just gave me. He didn't go back looking for more. He just went back to offer up a vapor. But when he offered up that vapor, Jesus, woo! He said, where are the nine? He said, I feel a vapor coming up off of this one. And because the one went back and offered up praise, he didn't just get healed, but the Bible says Jesus made him whole because he offered up something out of what Jesus just gave him. Let me tell you, you'll never go wrong offering back to Jesus out of what he just gave you. Do you believe the other nine could have been made whole? Absolutely. They just didn't offer up a vapor. And because there was no vapor offered up, they left healed but not whole. But the one that went back and offered up a vapor, he said, you're not just going to be healed, but because you came back now, you're going to leave whole. Hmm. I feel something in this house right now. Somebody needs to praise him for something that he's done. You can stand. I'm done preaching. You need to worship him. Ha. If he's been good to you, you need to praise him. 
If he's ever provided for you, you need to praise him. I don't ever want to become a desert that never offers anything back to him out of what he's done for me. I want there to be a vapor that's coming out of my life where Jesus... I want there to be a vapor. I want there to be a prayer. I want there to be a praise that's continually coming out of me. Woo! I don't believe it's any coincidence that the same book where it said his praise shall continually be in my mouth is the same book that says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. There will be a vapor coming off of my lips and because there's praise and worship, goodness and mercy are going to follow after me all the days of my life. I want us to come. I know it's Wednesday night. I know all that kind of stuff, but I don't know what you normally do. But I want us to come just for a few minutes, a couple of minutes, and offer up praise and thanksgiving to Him. There's some people here tonight. God's been talking to you about expanding what you're measuring, what you're giving with to him you need to obey him and do what he's telling you to do maybe it's a little bit more time during the day maybe it's a little bit more time with him whatever it is we need to say lord i want to measure you i want to offer more to you and i promise you if you'll offer more to him he is going to pour out more on you would you let some praise and some worship come from you to him directly to him let that worship in that praise for every time you've healed my body for every time you've blessed me for every time you've worked on my behalf let that vapor come up out of indian village let that vapor let that praise come up i'm telling you rain always follows the evaporation rain always follows the vapor rain always follows the evaporation going up rain comes down Praising His name, I just can't stop. Praising His name, Jesus. Can't stop. Praising His name, I just can't stop. Praising His name, I just can't stop. Praising His name, I just can't stop. Praising His name, say one more thing I know it's Wednesday I know it's midweek I know we've had busy days I know we've had a lot of stuff going on but don't think 
that God just started watching you when you got here tonight and started lifting your hands. Oh, no, no, no. There's some of you dealt with a lot of stuff today. You were dealing with all kinds of issues and all kinds of problems, problems with kids, problems with whatever. You're fighting all kinds of stuff. And in the back of your mind, it crossed your mind, you know what, maybe I should just stay home tonight. I'm tired, I'm weary. But you got ready anyway. You got dressed for the house of God. You came to the house of God. Every bit of that was a vapor that's going up to Him. It's worship. It's praise. I just believe that the person that suffered in their body that was getting ready and it was trouble because they had a stroke and they got all kind of health issues going on but they still got ready and they come to the house of the Lord I have a feeling that means more than healthy Aaron Adams with nothing wrong in his body getting dressed and getting to the house of the Lord there's some people you're getting older in your body and your body's getting worn down and tired but they can't get you out of the house of the Lord why? because you understand the value of the vapor what you're offering up and as long as I can offer up that vapor I'm going to offer that up to him I'm going to give that praise to him let me encourage you tonight everything you're doing for him is a vapor that's going up and I promise you it is going to rain because of the vapor that's been going up if you believe that send up vapor, send up praise one more time magnify him, worship him some young people with some energy to praise him. I need some young people that got a lot in the tank to praise him. Whatever you got, give it to him. Whatever you can praise him with, praise him. However you can worship.